Welcome to the Female Mentor Podlet. <laughs> you can't. You gotta whisper. Podlet. <laughs> this is the small podcast. Yeah. They're shorter, short form episodes. Mm-hmm. We're cranking out a fourth one. We just started doing these, and I'm excited about them. Why are you? What are you? What are, no, I'm very excited. I'm trying to read your face. No, I'm just I'm paying just, like, attention. Listening. I appreciate that. Paying attention. Yeah. Um, this is my friend Lisa. I'm here. Yeah. Also, Dr. T, Dr. T's. And Marion. Marion. Um, so the idea of the podlet is to cover some things that uh, maybe we would chase a rabbit in a full episode, but we're trying to not do that as much. I don't know. But in any case, it's a little bit of a short form. Um, you could probably listen to a whole episode while you're taking a shower, which is pretty, I don't know. Doesn't it take you about 20 minutes? I don't know. How long is a normal shower? <laughs> I've never paid attention to how long you shower. Um, I've never timed my own showers. I just kind of assume because I have like this bit of a sense of time at how long a shower is. <laughs> There's only just, certain things I do in a certain order. I just know I don't, ha- I don't typically have like an hour and change to listen to uh, it. Cause I'll never come back. Oh, and yeah. so, no, I do. But yeah. I, it is got, it has gotten harder when I'm working from home. Because I don't have like the 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back commute to somewhere or whatever. I like the long form episodes depending on the thing. Like sometimes on the true crime stories, it's really nice. You can get into the story. Yeah. But then uh, like you're talking about my favorite murder. They tell stories that their listeners submit. Mm -hmm. I love those. So it's really fun. Yeah. Um, But we're going to tell our own stories. I tell you what, though, if you wrote us a good story, chances are. We would want to read it. Female mentor podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Tell us crazy stuff. Just I don't something. Know. We'll, we'll talk about or it. Or submit a topic. Just whatever you can think of. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it. And Lisa is really good at yes and. I'm a hesitant, <laughs> but will yes and. But uh, so, Lisa, do you dream very much? Do you feel like you dream when you sleep? Well, not not necessarily since the ambient. <laughs> I don't know okay. what that means. Okay. But every now and again, I have a doozy. Yeah. Okay. And you, so you remember them mm-hmm. or you just, okay. Oh yeah. So how often would you say? Hmm. What do you mean? How often? Like, how often I, would you say you like, feel like you've dreamed something that you kind of like remember at least, you know, as you're waking up, you're like, oh, maybe, man, that maybe a... like once a month. It's like, oh, a, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a like habitual. Like okay. I, um, there was even a time. So we're, sometimes medication makes it worse but i was Mm -hmm. always kind of this way where i have vivid dreams Mm -hmm. um so i was actually taking like a thing they give like soldiers with ptsd a medication for nightmares because i was having such stressful and when i go through stressful times in my life i will have like a cycle of nightmare like and i don't necessarily always remember the stories are they nightmares or stressful like what's the well for me i call them nightmares because i feel the stress okay like it's not like a scary monster comes after me but it's definitely like not a good feeling in the dream. There have been times where I'm, I've done the lucid type dreaming. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost there, but I'm not really like I'm somewhere where I've already woken up once, maybe like to get up to go to the bathroom and then I kind of go back to sleep. And then mm-hmm. um, I'll kind of have to figure out where reality is. Like I have mm-hmm. done where mm-hmm. I will tap in my dream. I will tap tables. 
I've had to like pull myself out of situations. I've had some scary ones where I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's not. You're pretty sure there's a dream. It's time to right, get out. Right, but it feels okay. so yeah. real. Okay. Conversations you have with people. Yep. Um, or I can touch things and I can feel them. Okay. There was a, I had a nightmare one time where, and I'm always trying to get somewhere. Um, like a quest. It's like a quest. Oh, I'm a quest dreamer. Yep. And it, this dream is like pouring rain and I'm trying to get to this like big building down the street or up the hill or whatever, like an apartment type of, you know, this big old mm-hmm. home and I cannot get to, it's too slick. Like I keep climbing through the mud and I cannot get anywhere. Okay. Yeah. So it's a reoccurring. Like uh, no, I, no, I just remember that one. Cause it that was one. so, okay. I just was so like, I, and it, you know, when it, have you ever, in real life, you're stuck out in the rain doing something like changing a tire. I've never had to change a tire, but I mean, like <laughs> things happen sometimes and you get stuck in a situation like that and it's just miserable. And it felt every bit like that, except mm-hmm. more stressful because I was like, I cannot, I need to get there. It's dark. It's like, you know, I'm out in the elements or whatever. Yes. So, yeah. So I've been curious about dream interpretation okay. and stuff like that. So I looked up an article because it seems sometimes it seems real hokey. Like the books you get are kind of like <laughs> astrological, yes. you know, like this always means this and this always. And, and that's not necessarily true. Um, but there is actually a lot of psychological science where they've tried to figure it out. Because we don't didn't really Carl understand. Young do a lot on dreams? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your two major ones that keep popping up are like Freud and Jung. And then... Uh, so of course, for, for Freud, your dreams are all sexual. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> that's how he rolls. That's how he rolls. <laughs> um, but I, so I found an article on my favorite Psychology Today about dream interpretation. Yes. Um, and it's decent. It's called Dream Interpretation: How to Interpret <laughs> Your Dreams. Straightforward. Um, yeah, and it so it gets into like kind of why um, this guy like wrote a book on it, which I'd like to read. Uh, kind of his assessment of because I I'm convinced that okay so he says even if dreams do carry some meaning and I believe that they do no one has validated any method for reliable reliably extracting those meanings from any dream we can easily identify how a particular dream varies from a standardized reference group so you can like kind of see um, in fact there's a weird story on the internet about um, have you seen this man? Have you ever seen the picture of this guy? Evidently, lots of people dream about this one guy with what? a very specific description. What? It's funky. And I don't know, like, which came first. Like, did people, is it a creepypasta? Oh. I haven't been, but it's older than that. Oh. So, and it's like this very specific looking dude. You remember the, you remember the magnetic uh, faces where you could, yes. like, put. <laughs> so it looks like one of those guys with, like, really bushy magnetic eyebrows. Oh. Okay. Like dark featured yeah. guy, bald. Yeah. And okay. it's weird. It is hmm. weird. But Okay, um, so so does that article support symbols or the feeling that you when you wake up? Like, so it's more that he believes they have j- meaning, mm-hmm. but it, you do kind of have to dig into more like what's going on with you psychological. Mm-hmm. You can't just like throw it into um there are some common dreams that we have, which I, I have somewhere in the other article I have about common dreams. Um, there's three different kinds he talks about in here. Oh, okay. So, what are the three kinds? Okay. So m- metonymy, I think is sure. how you pronounce it, <laughs> uh, involves breaking up materials into parts. So, um, oh, this is a, a sort of a breakdown of this person's dream. 
so it's a little bit okay. Um, okay, so these are these are how he interprets it or okay. helps people interpret okay. them that you're in okay. therapy. Okay. Um, so yeah, so you can break up uh, different parts and focus on different parts, and then synodoch, I guess I don't know, mm-hmm. involves reorganizing the materials into like a whole theme, right? Okay. And then there's metaphor of like comparing things. Okay, that's a symbol. Things to other things. Okay. So it's like. The things themselves, what's going on with them, kind of, is there an overall theme, I think, and then, like, um, do things represent something else? Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, so sometimes it's like, it could be your subconscious going, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. But then sometimes it's just kind of like a defrag, like you're just kind of right. working you, through. You, you might be just, like, deconstructing your day. Yeah. Because have you ever, there's, like, a thing that happened in passing and you kind of acknowledge it, but you didn't. But then yes. you dreamed about that thing. That is the weirdest to me. I'm I, like, I don't remember focusing on that, but my, right. evidently my brain took in so, enough information about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, my okay, this dream that I had is is a very short dream. Mm-hmm. And I had this dream that like I woke up and my carpet had turned into grass, and it was like really like knee high, and I was pissed off about it. Okay. Because I had to mow it. Yeah. And that was it. That was a whole dream. So, I mean, but you would <laughs> go in your life. Thing. Okay, but you could probably relate it to something in your life during the, you know, your waking life that, you know, became your problem that wasn't your. So I frequently will have dreams about I become responsible for a child that isn't mine. Mm. That has happened to me a lot. A baby. That's interesting. Like somehow. And I wonder if it's like, am I taking on something I'm not supposed to. Mm, okay. But I'm usually pretty selfish. Like, like I don't want to oh. take on someone else's. I have the reoccurring dream where I'm like, oh, um, yes, we're calling for Lisa. We just, um, this is your high school. We want to let you know. Oh, well, you, you got to go not, back? You did not pass this class. We need you to come back. And I'm like, oh, does this yes. invalidate everything I've done from that point forward? What do I do? Yes. Do I go no, back? I've dreamed about actually going back. Oh like, my, my school God. doesn't look right. And then, like, yes. yeah. Do you make friends with I'm I'm so old compared to the yes. it's so most the worst. But you there's like no way out. There's never yeah. a there's never a, a mistake. There's never yeah. a whatever. It makes zero sense. No. Uh, like do I keep my job I and try it, to go back to high school? Right. It happened to me a lot more when I hadn't finished my bachelor's degree. Like I dropped out of college mm-hmm. with just a little bit left. And so um I call it my stress dream. I know I'm getting stressed out if I have oh, that dream. Oh, okay. So yeah. you've got something else like Maybe something you feel like is not getting done or that you've left behind mm-hmm. you or you're going to forget something I know that's really important. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's kind of the metaphorical. I think that happens more than most. Sometimes it is something subjective or sub- suggestive from your real life day, um, but not always. So, I mean, like you, t- you talked about Freud again, he's very he thinks everything unconscious is sexual. That's my that's my broad strokes about <laughs> everything pun intended have you ever had the Carl weird Jung. sex dream about someone you're like what okay why would i have a sex dream about that person yeah Ugh. yes and it makes it very uncomfortable yeah yeah <laughs> when i was doing my coursework for my doctorate i had this older professor little potbelly guy okay and i had this crazy it was so nutty like okay and so sometimes like, it's about power, evidently. Sex is about power. It was so... It, but I also, woke up going... <laughs> I don't know. Once... I remember dreaming once that I woke, I woke up one day and I had a penis. And I was like... Okay. Oh, I've had that one too. Yeah. 
And I was like, how come I not noticed this before? <laughs> well, no, I somehow knew that this was like a temporary situation. Oh, I don't know. No. I was like, and where I was did like, this come from? <laughs> honestly, I was like, okay, I, I want to know, like, is this easier to masturbate with these? <laughs> and I could never get to that before waking up. But I think that before was a pa- waking up. <laughs> I think that was a power, a feeling of powerlessness, though, because a penis is like a symbol of virility and power like there's something in your waking life where you feel penis like penis envy have... by freud sometimes he's right <laughs> you know the stopped clock is right twice a day right yes um but then okay so here's some modern theories this is a different article i probably should have said okay how to interpret your dreams <laughs> uh, oh okay so this is from sleepfoundation.org okay. and i don't really know their deal um, but they did, they did have, they did have several supporting articles, okay. which I did not print out because that seems like extra pages on the printer that lot. I didn't want to mess with, yeah. but it is, they have several peer reviewed articles to back up what they're talking about. So, um, this is modern theory. So the complex theories developed by early, early pioneers of dream interpretation have largely been replaced by a neuroscience focused approach. So the first, um, type of situation they're talking about is called emotional processing. Mm-hmm. It's called that. It's emotional process. Yeah, seems One right. prominent theory suggests that the contents of a dream may help the dreamer process difficult life experiences. In particular, the vivid dreams of REM sleep may help the brain process waking experiences and experiences and regulate emotions. So I think that's absolutely true for me. When I, when I've had stressful situations, I'm really good at like suppressing the emotions. Mm. So I still have all that stuff to work out. Yeah, it's got to go somewhere. Right. Okay. Um. All right, memory consolidation, which I this is oh. fascinating to me too because we don't fully understand how we make memories and then how and then recall is different than like because mm. mm-hmm. we have an idea that you know we just play a tape in our mind, but really we're re- making recalling most of it up. yeah recalling memories has a whole all these other layers of like you add to it every other time you recalled that memory is layered into the. I have a question okay. about recall. Like, okay, this is just a random. I saw so, the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, Total Recall, uh-huh. and so that was not a bad movie the first time. What's um, your question? I'm sorry. So the question was, you know, when you're like little, like okay, my grandparents' house that's in Mount Ida, this thing back in the day, I was like, ooh, it was such a big because it has like the double porches and like it, you know, it just went on and on in my little head. Right. And every time I went, I've gone back like. Every time I get, you know, go, it's like been years. I go back and go, God, this place is dinky. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like a little teeny tiny place. Mm-hmm. So my question is like, you know, you see these people growing up like in the UK or whatever. They, they almost grow up in these like estates, look like palaces. Do you think that they come out and go, God, this palace is small? <laughs> I don't know. I'd ask them. But if they grew up in London, that's probably not the case at all. Like, but the you city know what I'm saying? You've like... seen those like estates where it's like, this is passed down from our family, blah, blah, right. blah. And it's like, like, okay. I don't think they're all as big as you think, though. There are like super old houses. I mean, well, you went yes, there. Well, but... yes. But I mean, the ones you see on, on television. Right. You know. I, don't, I think that's just like here. Like, like there's not that you many think the wealthy. queen like comes back to the palace. God, she's. This place just seems so big. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. That's funny. So memory (laughs) consolidation. Dreaming may also play an important role in forming new memories. This theory asserts that dreams are a key part of the nervous system process that converts short-term memories formed during the day into long-term memories. 
Which I think goes back to that thing where I was like, sometimes you're not like paying yeah. specific attention to something, but also your brain. Because, uh, and I wonder, this makes me wonder if executive functioning plays a role in it. Because ADHD, I think, should be called um, executive function disorder. What does that mean? Why? Because the main um, situation with ADHD is that your brain, you do not really have the capacity to select the important information mm-hmm. in a situation. Um, you know, there's varying degrees of that or whatever. But if this is happening, no wonder... I would have trouble even doing that and because of the way I took in the information. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced, too, it has to do with how you get the information in the first place, then how you process it to bring it back. So this would make sense to me that some of that's happening in a dream because during the day, I don't even have necessarily the capacity to do that function. So maybe some part of my unconscious brain is like trying to sort out what was important or... Do, oh, you know, I how see. much do I need to focus on that? But I couldn't at the time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Just well, it's, it's still processing. I mean, I, I do that in my daily life. I'm like, I don't know the answer right now. I need to walk away. I mean, this just in my just because of the work I do. Right. I'm like, oh, I, gotta, oh, I wish I could dream about those problems. I got to build this, <laughs> but I don't know how to get there. Da, 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 da. How do I take these people through this? You know what? I know I need to do this, but I'm going to walk away right now. Mm-hmm. And when I come back, I'm, oh, this this funny. I mean, the walk away method for me. Oh yeah, it helps a lot. Yeah, because you cut the clutter in a way that way, like you. And that's what you dreaming. get out of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really what you're what you're talking about is like you truly are just like okay, we're just. Yeah, I think my brain. I think our brains are so cool, like how they protect it protects itself because I think that's what's going on with dissociative identity disorder. Mm-hmm. Dissociation is a coping mechanism, and sometimes our brain do it does it without our consent, really. So there's like a yeah. dis- dissociation happens um, in really bad trauma. But anyway, that's just a Marion's working theory <laughs> on stuff. And the third one they have here is um, performance and creativity. According to the overfitted brain hypothesis, the typical experiences of daily life do not prepare the brain for unexpected events. Dreams offer people a hallucinatory narrative that serves to improve cognitive performance and boost creativity during working hours. So maybe, you, maybe you're onto something to like solve your work problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, there's a few here, that, and there's not a ton to this, but there's some common dreams here. Yeah, but okay, all right. Let's oh, talk go ahead. about let's I'll talk about up. the other kind of dreams where like so my I have other type of dreams where I'll see people that have passed. Okay. And so I've seen just about everyone, you know, that, that matters in my life and I will see them and I'm like, oh, and I'm super excited. But then like, I know, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, you know, like I'll see, you know, my granny or I'll see my papa or I'll see, I mean, I'll see Trey or I'll see Robert. And, and then I'm like, ah, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. It's like, my brain won't let it. It's like something happens. I'm like, you're not supposed to be here. I'm like, you are not supposed to be here. And then it just like, boom. It's just like. Well, what do you think about that? I don't know. I wish I could shut that off. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, part of me would because say. Because I've had bad dreams where I'm like, just this like, is a dream. You're fine. Right. You know. I think those dreams are more about you than them. Is what I would say. Maybe. Because they're not sorting anything out anymore. Well, no. I mean. But so I like to, you I kind like of got to gotta ask yourself the questions, though. You got to draw it out and go, okay, 
But I'd like to think that those are like little peaks into being able to see, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or it's it could like, just be memory. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. you got you got me- good memories of that. And so your brain is recalling something. So I don't yeah, know. Maybe. But but I I the best I can tell is we're really the best interpreters of our own. I mean, you can get some tools to like to have some ideas from somewhere else of mm-hmm. what that where those might fit, but really you're the one who knows your own. Well, that's experience. true. You know how to interpret them. Everyone yeah. knows how to. Have you ever had a dream where you're like, it kind of it like you gives you information you didn't know? Uh I don't know if I can think of an example, but I think it's organized information to a way where I saw something I couldn't see before. Okay. If you like intuition. I think it's more past tense. Like, okay, okay, I see how these pieces put, oh, okay. pieces fit together. Um, I have had uh, premonition dreams, but not anything scary. Just like weird little day to day things. Yeah. Some people have like full on. I mean, and I believe there's something to it. Mm-hmm. I think I think maybe nothing necessarily mystical, but even just reading. You know how there's computers, uh, AI computers now that can oh just right, take right. an everybody's information what are people doing and saying on the internet right now Mm -hmm. all over the world and they synthesize that information to make predictions about things that are going to happen i think sometimes humans are they don't know that that's what they're doing i I agree with that but they've taken in all that information they might really have facts explaining to them why something bad might happen but they don't know what they are they just know their gut's always been right right and they have these premonitions or even see things play out like that it just gives me chills to think about it because our brains are do things we just like they've noticed still don't patterns understand. or they picked up information right. they're not even aware of right and like, i mean how i think of, know that like, i think of older generations not even having the terminology to talk about that but they mm-hmm. were i've known people in my life that just can do that so huh but yeah. uh no what you were asking the question though about did it bring clarity or answer a question or do you remember what you were? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I do have some. This is your podcast with Dory. <laughs> common dreams and possible meanings. Um, teeth falling out is the first one they list, mm. which I used to have a lot of yep. dreams about my teeth falling out, but I also had very bad teeth. And so, so I think I had a self-confidence thing of like, okay, my teeth might actually, I don't know, but th- this is. It just says dreams about teeth falling out are the most common dream narratives, which I wouldn't have known that was true. Mm. Numerous theories have been proposed uh, to explain the deeper significance involving teeth. The ancient Greek Artemidorus believed these dreams could be interpreted based on which specific tooth or tre- teeth a dreamer loses, which I've never mm. thought about that. The early 20th century psychoanalyst Freud theorized that dreams about teeth had a sexual basis. See, I told you. Of course. Always. Other experts have proposed that the this type of dream represents anxiety around aging, which okay mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, I've I've read that it's um just like self confidence issues of self confidence, like oh. you're not presenting your best face to the world. Recent research suggests that dental irritation from tension in the teeth, jaw, or gums while sleeping make it okay. Yeah. Yes, I'm a jaw cleanser and grinder, mm-hmm. so that absolutely okay. Um, sex and cheating is their next one. Dream narratives that include sexual content are frequently reported, with more than 70% of people experiencing dreams about sex. Well, that's a relief. Um, (laughs) (laughs) These types of dreams may mirror a person's feelings about sex and sexual behavior, including unsatisfied desires, 
I don't know about that. Mm. I'm joking. Um, a similar topic that finds its way into people's dreams is infidelity. Have you ever dreamed about infidelity? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, you or someone else? No, about me. Like, and it was like, what? Like, like that you was, cheated on mm-hmm. a partner? Huh. And it was so random and like, no. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, a similar topic that makes its way into people's dreams is infidelity. One, t- one study found that dreaming about cheating a partner may be linked to low levels of intimacy or feelings of jealousy in a relationship. Mm. So, Rightfully something so. else you're sorting out. Yep. You're yeah. into it. You're like, you're putting pieces together and blah, blah, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, natural disasters. Um, Tornadoes. Natural disaster dreams are a type of nightmare that may be related to traumatic events and stressors in a person's lived experience. So I wonder about that, like, rainstorm, like, torrential rainstorm thing for me. Yeah. Mine you, is always tornadoes. Well, people yeah. affected by natural disasters such as hurricanes and tornadoes may experience feelings of depression, anxiety, or fear. But I'm not afraid of tornadoes in real life. Okay. Like, I'm the person, like, let me get on the porch. Let me go watch this tornado. Huh. And so I so I sometimes wonder if it, it's more like the other one, traumatic things or stressors mm-hmm. that... Uh, a storm can represent i think it's a loss of control oh sure yeah you know what i'm saying you just That's don't really have any insight. Yeah. control like um falling feeling of falling through the air yep. is a frequent theme falling is a common sensation people experience before a hypnic jerk hypnic jerks are involuntary lurches that can involve a part of the body or the body as a whole and those i've heard are kind of like you know your body systems shut down when you go to sleep but like not always in the same order. Yeah. And so okay. I think that's okay. a, yeah, I think that's what those are like. You kick the bed. Have you ever kicked the bed and like, Oh yeah. You're almost asleep, but you wake yourself up, but I'm always running down a hill and then lose control. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And there's not a lot more here. There's some tips yeah. they have. Keep a journal, um, a dream journal, a dream journal. Yeah. But I also, have, when I, when I was in therapy, I did a little bit because I was like, I know I'm sorting stuff out. I know we're, but you know, but here's the thing about people's dreams is like, they're so interesting to yourself <laughs> right unless someone's like i had a dream and you were in it and i'm like oh yes do tell but right. the rest of them are like oh right. okay you did what oh yeah that's neat <laughs> <laughs> um consider your biases um which yep. i think is is a good tip because um what's that thing where confirmation bias mm-hmm. where you like automatically think something like you maybe um need some new information that's why you're dreaming about it and you're not really open to that and then uh consider talking to a professional so i just thought uh i don't know i don't I like remember. it i wish i remembered i wish i'd written down what i dreamed last night what probably kind of prompted oh. it but, um there's always something uh, those are more i remember more like um when i left the really crazy like cult like church oh yeah I had nightmares of people coming to get me and Ooh. bring me back oh yeah weird stuff like that but um i just find it fascinating i think it's cool the brain so i know i have the weirdest podlet i like it ours were totally different which is <laughs> normal good. for us it's but good. uh this has been the female mentor podlet and you yeah that's all all right the end we're out <laughs> <laughs>